Welcome to the Coaching Connection Podcast, brought to you by the Gateway Training Center, the home for all of your life coach training needs. I am Katie Rushton, educator and your trusted friend in the coaching world. I am here to share with you best practices, coaching examples, and tools to help you on your professional coaching journey. Hello, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving week from the Coaching Connection podcast team. Which is just us, Katie and Fred. We are the script writers, recorders, producers, recording editors, publishers, you name it, we do it. And that is the life for us <laughs> as entrepreneurs. To help us have a greater reach, please hit the like button and share button and leave a comment along with a five-star review. This week, we are heading into the fifth session of our coaching together. Something that is slightly different about the preparation for this session is a pre-session worksheet. This is a principle that Katie teaches in the Foundations course. Consider it as a mini intake process. Before and after each session, share a pre- and post-session worksheet with just three to five questions. The purpose is to collect information about the week's successes and what the person would like to focus on during the session you are about to have. You want to send it in advance with enough time to respond. Some coaches use Google Drive, email, even Messenger or text. The objective of the post-session worksheet is to strengthen self-accountability and create shared understanding of the value gained and the action steps planned. This is something you would send right after your session, again, by the same means mentioned before. Thank you for explaining that, Fred. To give you an example of the questions that I asked Fred to complete in preparation, I asked the following, and you can do this as a question or a sentence to complete. This time, I chose sentences to complete. Question number one, my desired outcome for my session today is... Question number two, I was able to achieve the following. And the last one, question number three, my favorite win for the week has been. As this is something that I asked Fred to do beforehand, my hope is he will come prepared and ready with ideas to focus on his desired outcome. I already know what he was able to achieve, which also gives me insight into other directions to go if needed. This is something that I didn't know Katie was going to do until a couple of hours before we came to record. From a coachee's perspective, I just wanted to share that it helped me process beforehand what I've been working on, how I did, and what I want to get out of the session. With that being said, let's begin. <laughs> Thank you, Fred, for completing the questions I sent to you in preparation for today's session. You mentioned that your favorite win for the week has been finishing the first full recording of the podcast for the 52 Fears Project. Congratulations! <laughs> you seem content and happy. Looking back over the last month, what has changed for you? Thank you. I definitely feel proud of myself. I feel like I've made a big step forward because not only have I nearly completed sharing the first fear, the podcast itself is my second fear. So now I'm well on my way to completing the second one as well, especially since I made several mini videos of myself working through the process. It's 
fascinating to go through the process of seeing the potential at the beginning of one of these beers, the struggles that happen along the way, and then the final outcome. And that whole process is what I want to show my followers anyway. What changed for me is that as I've worked on my confidence in blocks, I feel like I've opened up more and let people who want to help me actually help. <laughs> mm -hmm. I realized I don't have to do this alone. I keep mentioning this to more and more people, and their reaction is always excitement, which I honestly didn't really expect. Sounds like you've let some walls down and, and that you're starting to develop the belief that this is truly worth it. You know, I, I knew it would be worth it for me. I'm just realizing how much value others will find in it as well. And I think I always knew that too. I was just unsure if people would actually like it. Now I'm seeing that there are many that certainly will, so it's changing my view of it. It's as if you were creating a blueprint in your mind, and now that you are laying the foundations, it's all coming together. The building, in air quotes, <laughs> of the 52 Fears project. Something else that you said you were able to achieve was two days of tracking your time. What did you learn from that experiment? I would say that I've learned that I tend to waste time. <laughs> To give a little context to that, I noticed that last Thursday, I ended up having a three-hour lunch, even though I had planned to spend that time working on my 52 Fears podcast. And ironically, that was the day that I was the best at tracking my time. A three-hour lunch hour <laughs> is impressive. I think I need you to coach me on that one. Often, there is a lesson within a lesson. You shared that you learned that sometimes you don't spend time the way you intended. What's the deeper lesson there? Hmm, let me think. The deeper lesson here is that I need to value my time and place appropriate boundaries around taking breaks. I don't want to stop taking breaks because I know they are important to help me stay focused when I am working. I just need to find balance. In summary, then, you want break time to be something that re-energizes and refuels to help you get back on task. The purpose of tracking your time was to gain a picture or a snapshot of how you spend your time and what you spend it on doing. You were able to complete two days versus six. How useful did you find this exercise? I did think it was helpful for the tasks I worked on the days I actually tracked my time, but it didn't give me a complete picture because I don't have the total time I spent on the tasks. Only the ones I completed start to finish those days have the full time they took. So now I can't use it to schedule my next week effectively. By taking accountability for the fact that you didn't do it daily, you recognize that it didn't fulfill its intended purpose. Before I ask you what you'd like to change, what obstacles did you face? The biggest challenge was remembering to start tracking in the morning. The day I did best at it was when I followed my plan to leave my tracking spreadsheet open on my computer 
So it was the first thing I saw when I sat down to work. When that didn't happen, I totally forgot about it. Somewhat of the principle, out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. To summarize, over the last week, you have had great success with the podcast and lessons learned from how you approached monitoring your time. In terms of today's session, the desired outcome you shared is to decide on the next four fears for the project. What led you to choosing that as today's focus? Well, I feel like I've gotten to a point through these sessions where things are finally starting to happen more of the way I want them to. I'm not saying that I don't still need to improve, especially with time management and mindset management. I am going to continue the goal of tracking my time this coming week, but I do think I need to keep the momentum that I now have going. Once this first podcast is posted, I'm committed to getting them out every week. I don't want to fall behind there. Now you're out the gate, you want to keep your direction moving forward. What's your favorite way to set goals? I think my favorite way would be using the GROW model. That's got to be my inner coach surfacing there. (laughs) (laughs) That was unexpected. Sounds like it is your inner coach. Let's sidestep for a moment then. And for the benefit of our audience, this is totally unplanned, but we are going to go with it. (laughs) Will you please describe your understanding of the GROW model? I would love to. GROW is an acronym standing for Goal, Reality Check, Options, and Will. These are each steps in a process of exploring a goal and options to achieve it. The first step, which is goal, is identifying specifically what you want to accomplish. The second step, which is Reality Check, is about describing your current reality, including things like What have you already tried, and what are you doing now to work towards this? The third step then, which is options, is all about generating as many options as you can think of to attempt to find the best place to begin making the change. It is also important to take time in the option step to look at potential obstacles that might be getting in the way. This will allow you to plan in a way that reduces the chances of them getting in the way, actually getting in the way. The final step is will. This is where you examine your willingness and commitment to the plan you have created. Thank you, Fred. And just to clarify, I would have asked Fred to explain the approach, even if it was something that I knew, for example, smart goals, I would have asked him to explain to me how he approaches using that particular concept. This allows me to fill in any understanding gaps if needed And if it's something that is completely new to me, then it helps me understand what it is that he's looking to achieve and how we can work together to get that outcome. Now that you've explained that, how suitable is the GROW model approach to the goal that you have selected? I think it fits pretty well because this element of my goal is more external, meaning that I want to focus on how I achieve it. You were wanting to create a strategy. Yeah. This feels like a whiteboard moment. For those listening, because Fred and I are in person, we can utilize a whiteboard here. So I'm just going to walk you through what Fred is doing. 
<laughs> he is grabbing the whiteboard <laughs> and writing the word grow to begin. Starting with the word goal, Fred, can you first write the long-term goal, which is the 52 fears project? The session goal is to decide on the next four fears. And then in the middle of those, what is the short-term goal that is one step beyond the four fears and gets you one step closer to the long-term goal? So the long-term goal is the 52 fears project. The session goal is then deciding the next four fears. What's in between them? I would say the short-term goal in this context would be to plan out the sequence of the activities and experiences that I want to have. To clarify then, by the end of our session today, you want to choose the next four fears, and by our next session, you want to plan how to accomplish them. And you shared the R of the GROW model is about your current reality. What have you already considered as possibilities for future fears to overcome? There are several that involve water, some that my wife approves of and some that she doesn't. Those are things like swimming across a turbulent river and going scuba or freediving. Oh, here's my list. Hold on a second. Then there's things like riding a bull, traveling to a new country, public speaking, and addressing potential medical conditions. For example, I have sometimes wondered if I have ADHD. Okay, so on the whiteboard, write each one that you've considered as its own heading. You've got six different options there. So rate them in order from one to six. One being the one that you're most excited for, and six being, it can wait. Okay, to list them in order of one to six, I put scuba diving at the top, then traveling to a new country, riding a bull, swimming in a turbulent river, public speaking, and lastly, addressing potential medical conditions. Now, before we move on to the next step, I want to give some extra time to add other ideas to your list. I'm going to set a timer for one minute and I want you to write down whatever comes to mind. Nothing is off the table. Okay, I'm ready. We did indeed time for a minute. I just paused the recording so that you didn't have to wait. <laughs> okay, Fred, what did you write down? Okay, here's what I wrote down. Facing in-laws, making important phone calls, fear of the dark, failure, success, rejection, others' opinions, commitment, death, divorce, guns, and being attacked. Wow. Now we have an extra... Let me count. <laughs> Twelve. So 12 plus the 6, we now have 18. I really sense that those 60 seconds of concentrated time ignited your competitive side there. Yeah, it would seem so. And now that I have a much larger list, they actually seem to be falling into categories. 
I think it might be helpful to separate them out. What categories are you seeing? Well, one that I've known from the beginning is that there's several that come under adventure. Then I'm noticing that there's some that are social or relationship-based, but then I'm not sure what categories the others might fall in. Failure and success have to do with achievement. So that might be a good one. And yeah, there's a couple others that work there too. And that just leaves death, medical conditions, being attacked, darkness, and guns. Maybe pain? You seem unsure about that category. May I offer a suggestion about the connection between them? Sure, go ahead. They all seem to be linked to something unknown. Oh, that makes sense. They do. Actually, I'm not sure if the fear of guns fits there. Maybe I'll just have an other category and put it there for now. Now that you have them all categorized, it makes it easier to put them in order. Instead of going from 1 to 18, you can sort them within each category. Go ahead and do that now. Okay. Okay, so under adventure, I have travel as number one, then diving, then riding a bull, and then swimming across a river. Then under relationship, I've got commitment, then facing in-laws, then others' opinions, then divorce, and finally rejection. Under achievement, I have failure first, then success, then making phone calls, and for public speaking. In the unknown category, number one is fear of the dark, two is being attacked, three is death, and four is medical conditions. Thank you for sharing that, Fred. You have truly created a world of possibilities. You have categories along with how you've ordered each fear within each one. In connecting to choosing the next four fears you want to focus on, what ideas are you leaning towards? Well, I think I could either pick a category to work through first, or I could take the top one from each category to keep more variety. Let's take these two options and call them option A and option B. What are the pros and cons for A and what are the pros and cons for B? For option A, the pros are that I can focus on one category at a time and get them all done in a shorter time frame. And the cons are well, this method could potentially become a bit too much talking about similar things over and over again. And also, doing all the more adventurous ones together is not likely a feasible plan. Plus, if someone gives a suggestion for a category I've already finished, then I'd either have to go back or skip it. For option B, the pros are more variety, and it spreads them out more evenly, which is especially good, as I mentioned, for the more adventurous ones. 
And the cons, well, I'm honestly having a hard time coming up with cons for option B. It seems like with the first option, there are several cons in comparison to pros. In contrast with option B, there are only pros. After working through that, what is your heart telling you? Mm, to go with the obvious choice. I think I was leaning that way from the beginning, but going through the pros and cons really emphasized the benefit of doing it that way. This is exciting, Fred. You are getting so close. The next step that I would like you to do for the whiteboard and putting the fears in order, the first time I asked you to do it based on what you want to do now and what can wait, because there are other factors that play a role, this time I want you to go through it and put them in order of feasibility. Well, now that I'm looking over it again with that perspective, I think there's only one change I would make. Under the adventure category, I would switch riding a bull to the number two spot and diving to the number three spot. The rest seem to be about the same feasibility at this point. Okay, drum roll please. What are your top four fears to work on next? Traveling to a new country, fear of commitment, fear of failure, and fear of the dark. This feels like an achievement <laughs> in and of itself. As I watched you work through the fear ideas you had, the dedication to creating a plan, you came across very focused. I can imagine that at times the project feels overwhelming and that the planning of it has many layers. Now you've made this step, what is going through your mind? I definitely feel a sense of accomplishment. When I began this session, I genuinely had no idea what the next four fears would be. And now I feel a much greater sense of clarity and confidence being able to move forward. On a scale of one to 10, how committed are you to following through with the planning aspect of each fear between now and next week? I would say that I'm at a nine. It feels like it's all coming together now, and I want this to be successful. How would you define nine? I would define nine as having a strong confidence in accomplishing it. And that shows. Now you have accomplished the session goal focus. What options do you have for the short-term goal, which you said is to create a plan to accomplish the fears? I have a six to seven hour drive coming up as I'm headed home for the holidays to see my family. That seems like an ideal time to share ideas with my wife, because otherwise it's car karaoke. And <laughs> Have you heard my wife sing? <laughs> well, if I did, I imagine she has the voice of an angel. <laughs> I could take some of the downtime over the break to set aside a couple of hours to, to work on it. I liked the visual of using the whiteboard. I think that would be a great help. Or I could wait till I get back over the weekend and go from there. Out of the ideas you have shared, what do you want to do? Mm, can I say a combination of all of the above? <laughs> of course. 
if I discuss it while driving, then Katie can take notes. This will give me a start to finalize the plans when I get back. From there, it's a case of deciding the order over the coming months and putting it all into action. You truly seem to be channeling the energy you have created. Oh, using the analogy of you being in the driver's seat, what roadblocks ahead do you potentially see that need to be planned for? I am a little nervous about the holiday break because that is time I'd normally have to work on the project and my other scheduled tasks. I think I need to be super focused before I leave on Thursday, spend some of the evening working on what is important and a priority such as grading and my podcast, then allowing myself to enjoy my family time because that's important too. You already shared how you plan to navigate the roadblock. On reflection of everything we have discussed today, what else, if anything, needs to be shared that we haven't covered? Honestly, nothing is coming to mind. We've traveled a few miles today. <laughs> I see what you did there. I have an invitation for you over Thanksgiving. What is the main tradition around Thanksgiving other than the food? <laughs> Sharing what you're grateful for. Yes, this year I want to invite you to go a step further. When you think about what you're grateful for, consider why, then reflect on the impact of that in your life. What benefits do you think this activity will bring? Hmm, that's interesting. I think it will help me go beyond the habit of just saying what is typical or shared by others. Thank you, Fred. And that is an invitation for each of us. Go beyond the words and pay attention to what other emotions you feel and what insights you notice. Fred, what is the greatest insight you have gained because of our session today? I think this session was very well suited to my learning style. I'm a visual person and using the whiteboard definitely ignited my planning engineering mind. <laughs> Thank you, Fred. We would like to wish each and every one of you truly a safe and blessed Thanksgiving holiday. Until next time, bye. Happy coaching. <laughs>